Welcome everybody to another episode of the King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, breaking bread. And we on live tonight, so uh, let's make it happen. We got Tribe Called Quest playing in the background. Oh, we we recorded, fellas. Oh, we live. Yeah, we we recording already? No, come on. Yeah, I see what you want. (laughs) Say what you want. What's that look like? Nah, we are recording. I I bet. Yo, so what we drinking? We are freestyling. We literally are freestyling. Well, first off, welcome to the. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the King's Table, everybody. Well, it's all about brotherhood, bourbon, and breaking bread. Yes, sir. We out of sync and out of order. Well, let's get it together, family. I guess I'm going to have to start saying the bourbon part. Come on, family. Yeah. The bourbon, dude. Blurbing. We so what bourbon. are we drinking? We're drinking a nice, beautiful Old Forester mm-hmm. Kentucky Straight Bourbon, eighty-six proof, nice and smooth on the eyes. Yeah, we just put it up in our Instagram stories. We can call this mug right here, dark and lovely. Dark and dark lovely. and lovely. Yeah. I like my women. Yep, yep. Your glass is empty. Lovely. Yes, my yes, man, my, my brother. Man. Libations. Libations. Yes, Peace and libations. Tell me when. Are we good right there? Okay. That's a Friday night for me. Yo, you know what's, what's crazy about Old Forster? Before Yo. you get into that, let's okay. clinkety-clackety. Let's clinkety-clackety. Click it up. Cheers. First we clink, then we drink. All right, now let's start with your rant, Bill Burr. <laughs> you know what I fucking hate, kid? I fucking hate when a fat person sits next to me on a fucking airplane, kid. <laughs> Now I was gonna say, yo, with, with <laughs> yeah, they should have to pay for two seats. Though. That's all I got. You think they should have to pay for two seats? Yeah, you taking up two seats? Because if I were to bring an infant or my child on board, right, they can't sit on my lap. I gotta pay for a seat. That's a fact. What if you're in the middle of the weight loss mm. and you're behind? You're like skinny fat. Sure. You meet it. Where do you where do you sit then? If half your ash cheek or a portion of your ash cheek is protruding on the seat next to you, yeah, you, right. you, you got right. yeah yeah. That's two right. seats. Right. That's two seats. Is that fat shaming? I think is it's um being respectful towards the greater society. Mm. Because your problem uh-huh. shouldn't inconvenience inconvenience me. That's interesting. Let's talk about it. Your problem should not inconvenience me. Is that is that unfair? Now let's talk about it. Well, disclaimer. <laughs> now let's talk about it. The views shared on this program, no sir, of each individual, and not say who. No sir. So so um, I think it's a politically incorrect thing to say, but I, for me. I think that unless you have some type of uh, condition, like a thyroid condition, oh come on, man! I'll put let me let me shorten it up. Unless you have a medical exemption, okay? Uh, yeah, you probably should have to pay for two seats. I, I mean, you know, no disrespect. But okay. Obesity is a big issue in our society. But whose fault is that? The individuals. And the greater society. Because <laughs> yeah. think but about I think it. It's more so the individual. Yeah, 100%. But also think think about it, right? We have... Some a, of the genetics sometimes, bro. 
That's I, I agree. Yo, I have my, my godbrother's never been skinny all his life. He was born fat. Yeah, I love you, bro. But he was born fat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can also trump genetics, though. Because if you put your body to work. I, I tell you this. So he's super active, right? He's super active. Uh-huh. And I eat way more than him. He doesn't eat that much. He's does, just he's just naturally plumped. But does he <clears throat> does he have a genetic defect of some sort? Does Yo, he work he's out? The, he's very active. He doesn't work out like an athlete. Sedentary. Mm. Right. I'll tell you this, like <laughs> Master Ken. What's his diet like? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, the man he's healthy. I'm telling you, bro. He he's healthy. <laughs> He eats, he doesn't eat like huge portions. Okay. Like when we were younger, we'll tear up like a whole French bread in one sitting. Right. Like them, them three them three foot joints, like the size of, you're saying? Like, That's crazy. Yo, we would eat the whole fucking thing, the whole bag of, of, mm. of French bread. That's crazy. We'd chop up some avocados. And here's another thing, since we're on a rant. Uh-huh. These motherfuckers used to make us drink coffee, right? As kids. Espresso, that, as kids. Then mm. we get in trouble for being hyper, bro. That explains a lot. Dirty mother. Mm. Man. That explains a lot. I'm upset. All of, all yeah. that trouble I used to get into as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Gonna hype me hey, up. Like that's, that's like, that's like giving me. Huggies, like, so, you know, when your favorite uncle slide up on y'all, you know, he <laughs> get y'all like, you get you and your sisters like, brother, sister, like two, three dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the lady across the street, she's selling the bootlegs out the uh, out the crib. Yeah. So, you know, you get you can get some 40s out of anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> as a kid. You know what I mean? But no, nah, that's just jokes. That didn't really happen. But, um, but. What she could, but you could get, man, them snacks and all that, man. So, yeah. like, yo, you know. Everybody had a candy lady in the hood. Shut up, bro. Shut up. I had a candy lady in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A candy were edible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy? We talk about ranch today, man. We, we talk about ranch. Yo, there was this chick in the hood. All right. I ain't going to name what neighborhood. When I was living in South Boston, was it in Dorchester? <laughs> nah, it was South Boston. It was freak. It was freaking Southie kid. All right, buddy. So, yo, there was this one young lady. Okay. Everybody in the neighborhood smashed. All right. Except for me. And now nah, he ended up hitting too. Did you feel left out? Nah, I did. Okay. I did. Cause I I thought that I don't know. I just never wanted to share. But like literally every nigga in the hood ran ran through it. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's uh. So, you so felt, let me. You, let, felt, you felt like you mm-hmm. felt like Ghostface in that one song. Uh, uh, uh what's the name of that song? I know it's on. Yeah, song. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let me ask you though. Mm-hmm. So for a, a young lady mm-hmm. to um to partake in several different partners like that, do you feel like that is a form of women's empowerment? I, I think that no. No. So my answer is no. And what's your government I, name I, again? I think my government <laughs> my government name is He about to get canceled. It's love. It's Bill, Bill Shabazz. It's Bill Shabazz. I, I, I think, I don't think that's empowerment. I think that's misguidance. Okay. I think 
when women, when people say that, right, or, or use the word empowerment when it comes to being sexually promiscuous or sexually active, right? right? I'm not going to say overly, because not putting, I, I think a, a lot of it is due to being misguided. Okay. I think a lot of it is, uh, can derive from being exposed to something too early and not knowing how to deal or manage it, right. then it becomes an addiction. Gotcha. And being that you're misguided, you don't know how to navigate or deal with what may be an urge or uh, a struggle. Mm. I'm saying so you dive in, dive in, dive in, right. keep diving, and it becomes a norm to you. Okay, a lot, of, a lot of that comes from abuse. Yeah. Bam. Like that, a lot of that comes from molestation and, you know, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, I mean, I, you know, I, I family of women, like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know how I see how that affects them. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, you know, it depends on the person, like how it, you know, that expression of, of, of trying to um, express the pain away for the yeah, best way yeah, I can yeah, say yeah. it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Is, 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 you know, some of them just take that um, little misdirected way. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that shit, you, miss, you never know. You know what I'm saying? So you can never, you never know. You can never judge somebody, man. You know Real shit, a, a harlot can become a president. You know what I'm saying? That's facts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we had one. We had one. What about... The orange uh, man? No. Yeah. What about he the was, young he man? He was something. He was, he was a lot of stuff. What about the young men, though? Should they be encouraged to uh, sow their wild oats? Nah, I, I think it's the same thing. Because, like, the, the more that... Yeah, it's the, it's the same way, and it's it's kind of like the whole, we've talked about it before on the previous podcast, right. the whole uh, toxic masculinity thing, okay. whereas you're you're taught something that necessarily isn't true, but right, right. it's it's a it's a way to kind of identify or solidify your manhood. Mm -hmm. Nah, you, you shouldn't be, <laughs> you know saying, like smashing everything on you. You know saying like you shouldn't be losing your virginity at an early age. Right, right. You, it, it's just not healthy. Right. You say right. no matter how, you know I'm saying like the OGs or your big brother, big cuz may try to make glamorize it. Right, it, it's right. just not healthy mentally, and, uh, emotionally, physically. And on top of that, it really is a sacred act. So like, mm. if you really, um, were, if we were to. You know what I'm saying? Form our children in a different perspective of a PE. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like on some real, like, you know what I mean? You understand what, what's happening with your body. It's a it's your temple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially with a, a young woman. You know what I'm saying? That's that's sacred. That's, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's different things, but also with the, the men, like the young, the young boys, man. You know what I'm saying? We're equal counterpart to our That's young ladies. That's so, facts. You know what I'm saying? These women. So, you know, it's a divine act that we got to respect if we go into the rail of it. You know what I'm saying? So for beyond anything, that's that, I think that's a good perspective. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, if, if it is, if it's not that, then definitely, you know what I'm saying? We have to, you know, give it the same light with young men. You right. know what I'm saying? Because... <clears throat> I mean, men are just as fertile as fucking women. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can't so, like, so, so, yeah, you know, <laughs> yo, take it from me. Not trust that me. we more fertile. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, fertile Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. 
Father, he used to call me Father Abraham. Fruitful and multiply. Yeah, but but nah, that's just real, man. I just know that, you know, if I if I would have had a different understanding and perspective on certain things myself as a as a youngster, I you know, mm. I would, you know, probably took a different trajectory. Yeah. But at the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, it's it's all intended how it's supposed to be anyway. So yeah. you know that I'm good with that. But. You, you said you said something, um, you guys about toxic masculinity, and I, I think that's a pretty big topic, right? A lot of people talking about that, mm-hmm. especially now. So, um, I guess my question is, since we're ranting, yo, we on a rant tonight. Is there is there a uh, is there a war on masculinity or you know what is you know what's, what is it? Mm, is there a war on masculinity? Is there a war on masculinity? I don't want to get into conspiracies. Uh-huh. We'll get into conspiracies. Yeah, we'll definitely get into conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, take much but, I'm going to tiptoe around this conspiracy, though. I'm going to tiptoe because I think it, it's it's... It's a conversation that's definitely worth having um, about how you defeat a community, how you defeat a, a, a people is by weakening men okay. and in so many facets. Men historically are known to be the warriors, right. to be the breadwinners, to be the 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 killers to go out the the hunters to hunters, yeah. when when you're out mm-hmm. hunting you got to kill bring home we eat we celebrate be right. merry right, right? Mm-hmm. when you no longer have a lion that's willing to kill right that's willing to fight that's willing to uh withstand you know what I'm saying like trials right what what do you have you have you have a weakened lion yeah. that is in in a circus or a zoo that's entertaining, yeah. that's there for show, that no longer uh, can exude that that warriorness. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so it's like I take you out of your I take you out of your natural habitat. Yeah. Take you out of your Natural habitat, i.e. home, mm-hmm. i.e. motherland. Bring you somewhere that's a controlled environment and we're making money off of you entertaining. You follow me? Yeah. You're making money off of our labor. Right. You're taking the long route, but I... I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Then... then <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 so it's like now, now we're in a society and it's not just black men. Right. Right. I'm saying so that's, that's why it's like, okay, cool. It's, it's not just a, a war. It's 100% a war on black men Uh because black men are getting killed. Black men are being, um, projected in a different light than any other human being. Black men are, are not. Uh, black men are still considered property. Mm. So it's like, 
no other nation, no other country can actually come defend us. Why? Because you can't fight over somebody else's property. Property is property. That's an interesting way to look at it. So it's like we're going to do with what we want to do with our property. And if it means that <laughs> you go to court, hey, we're going to win. Yeah, you may you know, get a victory here and there, but the, the agenda and what legally backs the agenda far supersedes whatever the reality is. Okay, Sam, what do you think? Is there one masculinity that battle against men? <clears throat> uh, yes. Yes. So you took a much shorter route <laughs> to, get, to get to your answer. <laughs> yes. I elaborate. Yes, it's too easy of um, Show your work. I think, yeah. I think, I think, uh, <laughs> take your time, take your time. Yeah. Come on, Pastor. Yeah. Hold on, my fault. Can I interject for two seconds? Brother, you look sharp tonight. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate it. My man got the. He got the Cabernet Charlie. Cabernet yeah, Charlie. Cabernet Charles. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Dapper. Cabernet Charles. That man over here. I feel I underdressed. Maroon Seth. Yeah. That nigga's in Maroon. Maroon Seth. Maroon Seth. Oh, Burgundy Billy. My fault. I just wanted to give you your kudos, uh, brother. Nah, you shot nah, me. You, know and you, you been killing it on your IG, too. Yeah, man. Appreciate yeah, it, bro. Appreciate yeah, it, man. He, he came in here, man. Hey, I. I started just bleeding when he came in here. The boy's sharper than a razor blade. Yeah, yeah I went to go it. take a shower, bro. Corner there, polar bears, toe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so fly. Yo, hold on, say that was old as fuck, bro. You cooling in a, a polar bear's yeah, toe, nigga. I, 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 I ain't done yet. You old no, fart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my apologies, He's so brother. fly. He Talk got a skeleton of a pelican. Nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. Nah, nah, that's something that's something Cleveland, bro. Yeah, I never heard nothing. Actually, I learned that from a dude from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I know it had to be one of them guys. One of them crack 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 infested cities. <laughs> but yo, appreciate it, bro. They appreciate still it. <laughs> but anyway. Back to your our original point. What, what, what would you say? Is there a movement against masculinity? Uh, uh yeah. Since Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, man. Look, like as, for all the reasons you stated, you know what I'm saying? Both of you, you know, men are regarded in most societies as, as a placeholder of certain things, right? So protection, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, pr provision, you know what I'm saying? Different things like that. We, we have this uh, charge yeah. to do. So um, whenever you want to um, dismantle, you know what I'm saying, or, or create a um, a leak in a family, you know what I'm saying, one of the, the first, like, probably the first thing you would do is try to go for the head, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's that's common for it's anything, like right? Snake, right? Right, right. So, but one thing about us, you, you can't really do that like that with us, you know what I'm saying? So, so you have to come with different angles, like you know, um, all right, let's take it to the, like, to the streets, welfare, like, you know what I'm saying, different things like that. Men couldn't live in a household, you know, different things like that to have provision from the government. Certain stuff like that, it isolates the man, the male and 
in a lot of ways uh, in that society uh, reports it de- you know emasculates men you right. know what I'm saying so mm, that's a I good think, word right uh, there I think you know uh, it's no coincidence that you have you know what I'm saying a lot of propaganda out here that you know a lot involves a lot more suggestive uh, same sexuality you know what I'm saying and not that there's anything wrong with anybody that's their preference but you know what I'm saying I, I've never seen it really outwardly put out there like that and coincidentally I mean look around like you know what I'm saying there's it's a lot of things that contribute to that so you know if you think alright now let's take it to another level like you know if we thinking about things that are real issues for some of these policy holders like you know um controlling environments and governments and amounts of people and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's different things that's in place to, you know, sterilize those who are fruitful. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and that's that's just a tactic. You know what I'm saying? To me, I mean, so, you know, I mean, I touched on a couple things there, but I, to answer your question, yes. And there's a lot of different examples I, I can cite on. <clears throat> so, so, I think there is a war. And I think, I, I'm going to come at it from a different angle than you guys. I think it's because of the modern feminist movement. Mm. And it's, it's not to say that feminism's you know such a horrible thing. But I think as the roles started to reverse in society, and, you know, it's like everything has to have some type of equilibrium. Was birthed out of it and all of that. Yeah, so yeah. as as women have kind of come into the workforce and become more breadwinners and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I think one of the unintended consequences is that men have kind of lost their place in in some senses, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're they don't really have anywhere to go sometimes. So you see these communities like the Sigma male community and the incel community and the manosphere popping up everywhere because like events said men you know we were like the breadwinners in society you know in a more primitive sense we were like hunter gatherer protector diplomat kind of thing and as we kind of carried those traditional roles over into a modern modern society mm-hmm. as we are as human beings now mm-hmm. and once feminism came into western culture it started to reduce some of those roles for mm-hmm. men for sure. it wasn't it i don't know that it was like an intentional thing to quote unquote destroy men but i do think the unintended consequence is that you now have men who they don't have a principle they don't have a true north mm-hmm. they don't have like a guiding star right they don't have a purpose a lot of times because they i think men honestly we, we may not have the, the highest nurturing gene, right? So it may not be natural or truly easy for a man to stay home and, and rear the children, right? To stay home and be a kept man, right? Because a man needs to pursue things. A man needs to conquer something. You know, a man needs to hunt, to kill, to, you know, like, you, you know how it is when you have an adventure and you do some, something <laughs> that's like... They put the kind of on the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like you feel more like a man right. if you go out and if you achieve something that involves some type of danger. Right. And now, 
men, much more men are kind of backing or taught to back away from those things, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and I think a lot just of us just avoid, don't have just anywhere to, avoid, to go. Just to avoid issues or whatever. Yeah. But man, nah, you got you to gotta step into your rightful place, man. Right. And that's, that's just real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what, you know. So I, I think... I think a strong man can nurture too, though. You can hunt, you can hunt and nurture. I think you can definitely nurture, but I do believe that the way we've been biologically and physiologically mm-hmm, set up, mm-hmm. you know, men are a more physically dominant part of our species. Mm-hmm. You look at so you can't go home and nurture after you've done slaughter. Yeah, you for sure. Yeah, sure. You can go home and nurture. However, the roles were never meant to be reversed, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So being that we're the most physically, right, domineering, you know, part of our species, because we, I mean, just the way we were initially set up to have two genders, so Mm -hmm. to speak, right? That's a different conversation. But think about it. Let's say there were 10 tribes in a certain geographical area, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And nine of those tribes had traditionally masculine roles for the men to hunt gather defend right and diplomat you know so let me ask you and then one wait one of those tribes reversed it and put the the women out there to be the hunters i.e wakanda the gatherers (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah there's tribes all of that tribes that you know but women take a more prominent role like that yeah but in, in the long run though in human history, you've not seen many. It's very rare to have a tribe where women are out there conquering land. Like, but see, I think, I think part of it is this, though, bro. Like, you know, we just got to respect the, that role, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? What a woman does bring to a family dynamic. And, Absolutely. And, 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 you know, because that's, that's a serious, serious, serious role. It is. And I'm, I'm and, not... And, 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 and I know you're not taking it away, yeah. like, you know, any light away from it, but, you know, it's... it's Everything has its place, bro. Like, every piece, puzzle piece has its edge. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's I, the problem because those... It, there's a, a push, I think, to turn it... Blur the edge. Like, yeah, I, I read... you Like, if, all you got to do is scroll social media mm-hmm. and you see all this this beef between men and women. You got this whole manosphere, which was created as like an extreme response to feminism. And there's a bunch of guys out there talking about, we don't need women. Yeah, niggas are gay. Is that what the manosphere? Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's you like, know what? Since we ran tonight, man, fuck them hoes. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of dudes out there like, oh, we don't need these. These women need to, you know, they need to bow down to us. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to lick our feet. Right, so it's, and then it's, you got the women saying the same thing. But is that according to like the 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 Kevin Samuels? Yes, it's part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I don't think <laughs> it's part of it. That's another episode within itself. That is like, another episode. Yo, yeah. make sure y'all stay tuned because our next episode is gonna be on uh, on and about Kevin. Samuels. But none, <laughs> nonetheless, I, I I think that you don't. I, even in listening to Kevin Samuels, yeah. you never hear a man's perspective of how they really feel about him, about what he says. Yeah, there's That's some true, yeah. yeah, there's some truths, but yeah. you have somebody who 
may present themselves as an alpha male, but according to who? So, like, there's this narrative out here of what a high-value man is and what a high-value man deserves. But, like, yo, bro, where's where's your example of that? So, like, whereas I, I, I do agree with a lot of what he says. Like, I, I do. Um, but at the same time, I think that it's unfair to, to men as a whole to be identified with his perspective of what a high value, quote unquote, what a high value man is. The definition is off because I I think it it further drives home like this eagerness to strive and achieve and compare ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, his whole thing is like, oh, to be a high value man, you need to have earned 100K for the last five years consecutively, Mm -hmm. right? And it's, we put so much value on this arbitrary number of $100,000 a year. If you made, if anybody's out there has made six figures, it is not that life changing. It sure, it's sure enough to hell ain't. And it, just because you earned $100,000 doesn't make you any better mm-hmm. as an overall human being than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and it teaches men that they should just you know, strive to, to achieve this arbitrary number and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it also teaches the women, if you listen to a lot of the stuff that he says, mm-hmm. now I'm not knocking, because I, I do agree with some of the things that he talks about, but a lot of the stuff that he says is so superficial. He asks a woman, what's your height? Mm-hmm. What's your weight? What's your dress size? Yeah. Rank yourself from a scale of one to 10. Yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. say a seven and around here, Kelly Rowland is a, a 10 and Beyonce is a 9. Yeah. Right? Beyonce is an 8. No, I think, I think he said 7. Yeah. No, he seven. said, no, no, no 7. You can't say 7. Okay, so it's right. an 8 then. It's definitely yeah. not a 9, yeah. So so the thing is this, right? He he tells these women their way to, for them to find a, a man or whatever mm-hmm. is to essentially like make themselves like pretty and this and that, which is great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because we are aesthetic no one wants big birds. Yeah, we are aesthetic species. I mean, we like, you know, you want to be physically attracted mm-hmm. to, to your mate. But it never seems to get beyond that. Like, it never seems to get beyond that to, like, the other <laughs> portions of being a, a spouse or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's plenty of women out here who've married the guys that are millionaires and they're miserable. Mm-hmm. And they are the trophy wife. And there's a whole bunch of ugly fat chicks that are super happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like self-confidence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and knowing your own worth. Yeah, yeah. And and bam, I think that's it right there is knowing your own worth, um, knowledge of self, uh, and, and just being comfortable within that. Because a lot of people, right. you know what I'm saying, like build, they they... They build an idea, especially with social media now, right? They build an idea of what they think life should be for themselves yeah. based off of the life of others. Right. And you lose yourself. You lose the sense of, I'm saying, like, of what what true happiness is, what, shit, who you, who you are, who, what you like. That's what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your hobbies? What are some real. of your goals? That's real. What are some things that you admire? Like, who are some of the people that you admire? That's not a superficial image that's being portrayed on on social media with filters. Anyway, it's all fake anyway. 
But why we why we ranting tonight? I don't know why we ran tonight. We just we ran. I said, why why we ran? Why we ran? Wow, 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 who y'all? Oh, who man. y'all got? Who y'all got? Who y'all got? Man, listen, bro. Uh, yeah, so I ride. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm ride with Doc. Okay. Just because I like. Yeah. I like what he says he wants to do for the culture. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. I gotta ride with Doc on that because he's he's not as divisive. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You said? I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm. You. You know. I'm riding with Doc hard. You know why? Because Doc never tells black men to hate black women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never, and, and not that Kevin Samuel says that explicitly, <laughs> but he tends to lean that way a little bit. Him. Yeah, yeah. He, t- he tends to talk down on Ma'am. Him. Ma'am. Like that episode hey. when he told a girl. Yeah. <laughs> like the one man. where he told the girl, man, you are average at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff like that that I don't like. Man. Yeah. I, because I, I look at it like, why why do you have so much disdain for this young man? Yeah. Man, I, I have my it's, opinions it's on no, that. <laughs> it's, it's no diplomacy. Man, I have my opinions on that. But you were about to transition. Yo, why we, why, why we are ranting tonight. Let's talk about your president. Joseph Robinette Biden. Hold on a second. His, his middle name is Robinette. Yeah, his middle name is Robinette. Bro, I never knew that. That's Wait a, a minute. That's a family. He's not money bag Joe no more? <laughs> no. I ain't getting no checks. So he ain't <laughs> <money bag> Joe. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yo, why are we ready? Yo, yo um, imagine. Yo, that's my point exactly. Yo, imagine how many people, niggas, yeah. voted for this man on the premise of he's coming to save the day. You ain't black if you ain't voting for me. That's a fact. That's right? what he said. But Orange Man did more... <laughs> According to, I'm quoting Orange Man. Mm-hmm. According to Orange Man. I'm, I'm quoting the former president of these, the United States of the Americas. He said mm-hmm. a lot of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's done more for black people than any other president. He done tweeted. Well, he can't tweet no more. He can't tweet no more. <laughs> yeah, why is he? Speaking yeah. of rats, nigga, he's, he's, been, he's, been, he's, been, he's been on having tantrums about not being allowed on Yo, social media. I heard somebody say Trump's a blogger now. <laughs> <laughs> Now, but think about this though, like yo, he hasn't. Your president hasn't done anything to. I'm not even gonna say benefit because I think benefit is a really big word. Yeah, he hasn't done anything in the shit. Benefit's the only word I could use to to help me out, people. I, I don't. I, I think what you tr- you trying to I say. Got check, trying to I got a check, bro. I don't know what you trying to say. Oh, I ain't get a check. Was it a PPP check? Was it a stimulus check? check? Uh, I, I, think, I think. I think. I think. I think. We bought in. We bought into to the idea, but 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 think about how 
Shit, I ain't get a check. I don't care about the check. Right. I don't care about the stimulus check. Right. I, what I care about is him not meeting with black leaders. What I what I care about is him not meeting with black organizations. What I care about is the same people that that he. I mean, politics is politics. They're puppets. I'm saying like they're not the real leaders of this this free world. I'm saying, but you campaigned on an idea and had people come out in droves. Yeah. I, I see the other side. Yeah. I'm I'm not a Democrat or Republican. Right. Right. You have to convince me that you deserve my vote. You have to earn my. So like it it was a struggle for me because I can't say I rock with Democrats. Democrats are liars. Yeah. I mean, they all are. And, and, you know, honestly, though, it's so more so I give Joe a benefit of the doubt. He's only been on the job 100 days. At this point, he's been on a job like 115 days. So. The other piece to that, though, yes, then like he be looking excuse. so damn sleepy and shit. I think he probably don't think you've been on about forty three days. Wow, <laughs> you know like, I mean, taking the time, brother. He's he is seventy eight. He's the bag. oldest person to ever be elected. Money bad. That's old money, right? But there. but you might nah, just yeah, elected. But he's not Trump was pretty. Trump was pretty old no, too. He, Joe Biden is Trump. the oldest person to ever be elected. But I'm saying Trump was pretty old too. He was, yeah. but Trump, I feel like, is more. I don't want to say spry, mm-hmm. but in the sense a little more a quicker, right? Like I'll put it like this: Joe Joe Biden has always been a gaff machine. Like he's always said some stuff that you got to go back and apologize for. <laughs> and I think it's because he says it before he thinks. But Trump know what he about to tell you a lie. You know what I'm saying? And he he's he's gonna lie about it and then he's gonna keep going with the lie because he knows nobody's gonna on his side is gonna call him on the lie. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think I think for Joe Biden though, he's he's done some things that will potentially benefit us. But I don't think I think if you're waiting, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it straight. If black people waiting for you a president, you like Biden. I'm gonna say it straight. I'm, 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 I'm gonna shoot straight. Oh, shit. If, if black people sitting around waiting on some president. In these United States of America, to come out with some these black agenda, like I'm gonna do this and that for black people. Mm-hmm. I got some oceanfront property in Ohio to sell you. Hold up, there's an ocean in Ohio. Exactly. <laughs> you waiting for the wrong thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until and I, and I always go back to the the, the, the great Claude Anderson. At least say you're a shack mm-hmm. on the Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. If you don't put your money behind your vote. Facts. So we are we just now got like a national political action committee, which is called Black Panther, right? We just got that in the last couple of years. And you know, until we put money behind our vote, we just talking. Mm-hmm. And and too often there's so many of us that are just talking. I'll tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all some some that, that's that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, but I'll tell you some 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 honest stuff. So me and uh Senator Tom Tillis, mm-hmm. right? Me and him have been communicating ever since he was running for the Senate. Mm-hmm. I email with his office every couple yo, months. Yo, Sev, so if we never if we ever 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 <laughs> ever need anything, Tom Tillis. <laughs> and we yeah, have somebody at the table. I'm, I'm <laughs> the table. We'll talk like like we, we go back and forth, right? And can, I can you clear warrants too? 
Yeah, I'm a straight Hindu a lot. But I, I disagree with a lot of his policies, actually. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is his office engages. Mm-hmm. And they'll come back and they'll say, well, you know, this is why the senator voted this way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll come back and say, well, you know, the voting that way puts a tax burden on these people, mm-hmm. right? And we'll engage back and forth. And I I have not changed his his voting history or whatever at mm-hmm. all. However, he will engage. At least his office will engage. Yeah, and that's important. Yeah. My Democratic representative, Alma Adams, local. She local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy, you know, he ain't from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alma Adams is local. She's in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Lives down the street, actually. Sheila Jackson, Mm -hmm. representative from Texas, introduced House Resolution, no, it's House Bill 187, I believe it is, or 178, which is like a very, very, like, intrusive, burdensome gun bill, Mm -hmm. right? It's... Even if you read the language of this bill, it even establishes a a national registry so that the federal, you have to report to the federal government where you store your weapons. Oh, shit. This is a Democrat from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I wrote Alma. She asked for a vote. Mm -hmm. And I sent her a note. I said, Uh I I hope, I Uh hope that you strongly consider Mm -hmm going against your fellow Democrat in this bill because it's far too intrusive on our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. I can see him writing that exactly how he said it. I was like Ernest Hemingway on the typewriter. You know what I mean? But you know what? I, I wrote I wrote the same I wrote the same email to her. Mm-hmm. Now she's in the house. Mm-hmm. And I wrote one to Tommy. Mm-hmm. Who you think wrote? Yeah, you got back? you got a nickname for Tommy. Check him out. I, 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 I named that man. Yeah, yeah. But guess who? Guess who didn't type me back? Oh, we know who didn't type you back. You know what I mean? But and and I specifically this, this, I said this, something about black people because this, I said you know what in this country, black people, because of like the war on drugs mm-hmm. and all these other laws and stuff like that, crime bills and things of that nature. We're we're the one community that has that have had our Second Amendment rights infringed upon mm-hmm. more than any other community in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you vote for your fellow Democrats' bill, you will only further impinge upon the Second Amendment rights of your people. Mm-hmm. Because there's also an eight hundred dollar insurance fee that you have to pay the first time that you buy a weapon. Under Sheila Jackson's bill. Mm. Economically, that puts us at a disadvantage. We already make less than everybody else, mm-hmm. right? So how can I buy a weapon? I got to get a permit mm-hmm. to buy the weapon. Mm-hmm. Then I got to turn around and buy expensive ammo. Mm-hmm. And I got to pay this huge insurance bill mm-hmm. just to protect myself. And you're going to vote for that? And your people clearly need some type of physical protection? Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Crickets. Mm-hmm. Crickets. So I can understand why people are fed up with Democrats because you get that type of response. I tell you this, whatever president that runs against this good old Democrat, I'm going to 
Become me a Republican, goddammit. Hey, my man looking like, what's my man's name on uh, Chappelle show? Uh, the blind dude. Clayton Biscuit. Clayton Biscuit. Clayton Biscuit. Man looking a little Clayton. Nigger! Nigger! <laughs> you looking a little Clayton over there, man. Nigger! <laughs> but, um, now, I, I, it's sad, though. It's, it's, it's sad because people, people drink the Kool-Aid. <clears throat> People are so easy to drink the Kool-Aid. Got to hold their feet to the fire. And no one does that, fam. And I commend you for doing that, bro. I commend I mean, you. It's, it's not it's not the bright, but it is something that I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I've always, and I learned that from my mom, honestly. Because mm-hmm. the council in War 10 where we lived in Cleveland, like, she used to get on their nerves. Yeah, yeah, She used yeah. to go to the city council meeting. <laughs> it's, her, it's her again. Every time the doors swing open, they right. all look over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she come in there and get some slides. Hey, yo, she trying to get her red, Ready to shut it off in this motherfucker. You know ready to shut it yeah. off in this bitch. And she comes strolling up to the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse me, counselor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know it's coming. But but you know we 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 do need to be I I think we do a whole lot of huffing and puffing mm-hmm. and we do a lot of marching mm-hmm. and we do a whole lot of like virtue signaling mm. and we get on Instagram you know what I'm saying but we don't take it to the ballot box and we damn sure don't take it to the wallet yeah 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 you gotta go that's so, the only thing that so I I, I want to submit this thought to you right. No. Why are we ranting? <laughs> okay. Why we are ranting? Yo, fuck marches, bro. I think it's a good way to get attention for for people for for it's a good way to get attention for the media. Media, whether it's social media, yeah. the news media, whatever outlet or platform. Right. But it doesn't do anything. It has to be you got to get it. It's to, attention. You got to get it to the wallet. And then you got to get it to the balance. Economics, bro. It's all about economics. 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 Anything less is uncivilized. Economics. We're trying to do out here, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna say that. No, I don't take that the wrong way. But, um, yo, that's 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 the only thing that matters to to the people that you know who who are putting these things in place right. to to make these ripples and waves. You know what I'm saying? That's so that. that's where you really gonna hit them. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's when you got the attention. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you gotta you gotta get first. Yeah, first you get in their face, and then you get in their pockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just what we gotta do. But while we, you know, this is probably a bad segue. Then We're why, rats. Then why are you doing <laughs> it? Yeah. I I'm just on one up. I, I'm just. By the time y'all hear this, man, shout out to the old Forester, man. Next week, <laughs> oh, the, the, bur- the selected bourbon Yo, for the selected night. Bourbon of the night. Shouts to North Carolina's own Jermaine Cole coming out with a new album May 14th. Yes, sir. May it's 14th. been a long time coming. Word. I've been waiting for some. Good so that's the segue, music. bro. I just I don't forget all this other stuff. Right, well, hold on a I want to hear some good hip hop. Right, but you said yeah. I said it was a bad segue. No, 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 no. I prefaced it. What was the last best album to you that came out? Ooh. That's the best album that I listened to that came out. Hip hop. So when you say best, what are you comparing it to? Just so best. Mean, what do you mean is his favorite? Hip-hop? Yeah. So So what do you what whatever classification the word best, best. would fit in? <clears throat> so it could be something personal to you or something that, yo, I stand on this declaration. Right. Ain't shit seeing this. My playlist. 
Come on, Yo, first off, first off, this man's always building upon his playlist. It's pretty. It's pretty dope, though. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I got a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, three I spun off since but, my last trip. But we talking about an artist's album. I would say either uh so I'ma just I'ma just bracket it on twenty twenty, mm-hmm. since we don't know what all twenty twenty one has to mm-hmm. give us. But I would say last year it was D Smoke Black Habits, mm, Nas King's Disease. I like Benny the Butcher's album and, and Vasca. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like like those four were like in super heavy rotation. <clears throat> okay, okay. Super heavy Okay, rotation. okay. I'm feeling all those albums. Yeah. I, I would take D Smoke out. That was a dope album, but I would take D Smoke out. My number one would be Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. My number two, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber, baby. <laughs> He's back. About it, to be it was good. Favorite favorite, bro. Yeah, favorite favorite right now. <laughs> it was it was dope. Hey, you know, just to be with that. Hey, you didn't hear it? Oh, bro, you gotta listen to it. I'm just I just love good music. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was and, right. and his growth is is coming through in the music. Yeah, yeah. but but I would say for for me for me, Buster Rhymes just embodies the true origin. The it was his album was super diverse. Man. It was nice, man. It was super diverse. He had some some um, some young guns on there. He had he had old heads on there. He had classic hip hoppers on there. So it for me it, it just encompassed and embodied the true meaning of what hip hop is. Yeah. It was meant to be. It was a true. Hip-hop. It was an ode to hip hop for yeah. sure. It was. It was a, uh, it took you back to that zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you know, a lot of us OGs out here, you know, a little older, you know what I'm saying? With respect and love, like, because he kept it authentically him amidst the whole climate. Like, he pulled the climate into him instead of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Of, it's good that you said that because a lot yeah. of people couldn't do that, bro. Yeah, facts. Like, a lot yeah, of people but, but Bust has always been that type of artist, though. Mm-hmm. You know? he, you, yo, you could put him in a room with any artist, bro. Mm-hmm. He's going to make a banger with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, straight up, you know what I'm saying? Nice, and, like, yo, so. His diversity added to that, I think. You know what I mean? And he, uh, um, so when you come out here, it's it, yo for real as a as a as a music artist, and it's at, from a music artist. Like one of the main things you you, you can really capitalize off of is is doing something that nobody else is doing, but it's still hot. You know what I'm saying? It sets a wave and a trend. Like so, Bus, like yo, when he dropped that album. You know, wasn't nobody really doing that like that. You know, so it it, it captured like Bus is very skilled and talented, and he and he showed his ass on that album, bro. But I don't really know what my favorite album was, bro. For no, real, I don't. I don't know, man. Like for real, I'm thinking about. It. I don't know, man. So what's an album that you could listen to all the way through? <clears throat> it's a few of those. All the way through without skipping a track. Yeah, it's, it's new good. new joints. Or yeah, 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 new joints, new joints. New joints. So for me, that would probably be uh, Black Havison and King's Disease. I could listen to both of those all the way through. I could. I could listen to them, yeah. Well, not so much Black Havison. I don't know if I listen to that all the way through. Yeah, I love that project. But I listen to most of it. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, see, I'm, I just pick and choose my favorite joints. Like, and I just build my own joints out, man. <laughs> I can't you know, you add to the yeah. playlist. Yeah, period. 
Hey, yo, that, that joint. Y'all started a new one, bro. That joint. Yeah, I can't imagine myself listening to like a whole hundred songs, bro. Bro, listen, man. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect for road trip. Bro. Road. But you ain't gonna listen to a hundred songs on a road trip. You know what you could, why not? You could. How far you driving? I mean, you ain't gotta listen to it in the whole like the whole hundred songs in one. Going there, coming back. You know what it is. Zone, I, so I have like severe ADD when I'm when I'm driving, bro. Like I listen to podcasts. I listen to yeah, to, to music. I listen to damn. I, even with music, I listen to like Haitian music. I listen to like Caribbean music. Listen I listen to to ads, to, yeah. to. I don't do YouTube right. ads. Uh, public announcement. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not sponsoring us. Right, right, they ain't sponsoring us. So this YouTube podcast is not sponsored by YouTube. It sure yeah. enough ain't yet. Yeah. But I will tell you this though: like not having to listen to ads and commercials is a phenomenal thing. Yeah, that's why I love Title, bro. Title's great. Title's why I love it, man. Which I can't say y'all love it because it's black owned no more. Hey, shouts to Jay for getting his bag. <laughs> Don't know black people own YouTube either. <laughs> you right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that. Well, <laughs> yeah, shit. Sure, yeah, you right. Another product. <laughs> you right about that. Product, baby. <laughs> nah, but um, no, I think I think though, um, you know, on the subject of, of hip hop, mm-hmm. I think I think it's uh, I think it's getting to a place where I I think there's like definitely a separation. Like hip hop is kind of split as a genre now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you got you got a lot of cats coming out now with what they call it boom bap. You know what we would call tradition. Just, mm-hmm. They rappers. You know what I'm saying? But then you got people like uh, Young Thug and you know like uh, Playboy Cardi and mm-hmm. who are dope too. Course. They're good in their own way, but it's yeah, not traditional. Dope. Like right. it's not hip hop. Yeah, why define it as something? Man. Yeah. Just, just let it be music. I agree. I agree with that 100. percent yeah, I agree with that 100. It's, it's all music at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because real shit, somebody could come out the the gate and you and with their first project, and you might put them in a box and define them as a rapper. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, look at uh, so what if Lil Wayne came out with a that rock album first? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? So he would be a rock artist, right? Right. Yeah. But but the whole time he got in him to be a, a spitter. Yeah. So yeah, as, as an artist, you gotta let an artist be an artist, man. Yeah, that's that's true. I also think though, for some of this music is, I wonder sometimes like how much effort some of these guys put into it. Now that's so that's, that's, now that's a different conversation. So so I think nah, the yeah. effort it the effort can only go as far as the industry would allow them to. That too, but I also think that's why you see a lot of like flash in the pan kind of stuff, and, and you see a lot of guys that come out mm-hmm. and they have to constantly drop music because mm-hmm. they have to stay relevant. Yeah. Right? Where's designer at, man? That panda shit was Right. <laughs> yeah, it was. was Yo, he actually dropped a new project um not too long ago, bro. Oh, for real? I, I, I couldn't like I try to give it a little listen because I, you know, I, I like I like his energy. Yeah. I like his energy yeah. on the track. Um yeah. he's not a sensible Communicator, you can't understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, like yeah. the way that shit sounds. That shit, that shit dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. shit was hard. Yeah. Bro. That's yeah. one of the. I, I'll I'll say this in mm-hmm. the last twenty years, mm-hmm. that beat is one of the top ten 
hip-hop. Bro, hip-hop. top 10 in, oh, in 20 years? In 20 years? Dead yeah. top 10. The, the shit. Panda beat? Top 10. I don't yo, know. That's, right, that's, listen, that's, 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 that's a lot to say, bro. That's a lot to say, bro. The last 20 years, Top 10? That beat? Top 10. That beat? All right, so... All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Top where, 10? Where does it rest in peace, Black Rob? Where does it stand against Black Rob's world rap? That didn't Only come out in the last 20s. Did it? Why not? I thought they came out in like 99, 98. Then that was the late 90s. Rest in peace, Black Rob. Man, peace is DMX, bro. Oh, man. Yo, let's speak on. Let's speak on. Shock G. Yeah, peace is Shock G. Let's speak on X for a second. Yo. Rest in peace. Wild rewritten. Us. <laughs> when when it's dark and hell is hot, drop. Mm-hmm. Bro, that joint right there. Same I remember again. me and my man Sebo, mm-hmm. we argued for weeks about that album. You know what I'm saying? For weeks. Because it was like, yo, this right here is the greatest piece of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, he, 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 and he hyper like X. That's, that's his personality. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. I'm like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the greatest, but it's up there. DMX just had the energy, man. The, right, the right. energy, and and it was real. What that? That's what I was gonna hit on to. Relate to the story. If, if you was speaking up, real sad note, man. Mm-hmm. Any either of you read his book? Nah, nah, Earl. Man, listen, I read that book back in the day, bro. Yeah. So that yo, when he passed, that's why this shit kind of hit me mm-hmm. like more so. No disrespect to anybody else who passed, but like it's just. Cause I, I was able to tap into his story, mm-hmm. man. Yo, that dude had a hard life, yeah, bro. Yeah, he had yeah, a hard yeah. he fucking really life, bro. Really you did. know, you know what? All right, so I got a dog, right? Bird. Named Bourbon. Yep. Bur- right. Bourbon is our mascot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listening to to him on the Drink Champs. Yeah. I listened to that interview twice. It was like almost three hours long, bro. Best one they ever did. Facts. Facts. That's one they ever did. Facts. So I listened to that 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 um, I listened to it twice. Yeah. Because you can see so much passion, you hear passion, and you hear a real man. Not them saying just talking about like hood shit. Not yeah. just talking about industry shit. But like yo, you hear somebody who's experienced life, Dang. who who. It's from the streets, but it's super compassionate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, after I listened to the to, to the first time, I think I hit you up and I told you I was gonna get a dog. Right. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. Yo, then two days later, I got a dog. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, he started wearing like um, little chain link uh, necklaces too, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. Like, like uh, not me. Like a dog. No, you, no, I'm talking about you. Like a dog. <laughs> Yo, but think about the man. Yes, the hits. Yeah. The hits. But I think a lot of people bought into him, especially like later on in life. Yeah. People bought into him because of his personality. Yeah. He he never he he didn't have a you know how a lot of folks yeah, celebrities edge, have like a, a media personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. X if you saw X on any interview, it was the same ex that you probably saw off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just was who he was. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to play a role for nobody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think, like, that's one reason why a lot of people connected with him. Yeah, and then the stuff that. that he spit, 
was real life. And you could connect with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, like he got this song, uh, I'm slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites, bro. That song reminds me of one of my best, really my best friend I ever had, honestly. Like his story was so compatible to me. Damn. And he died. May 2nd is his his death day. You know what I'm saying? Salute to him, bro. And like, the crazy thing is, X was like almost kind of in a way kind of telling his life story to a degree you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. and so many other songs that he had was just like somebody's story that you know you know what i mean he was just a i don't know he's just a real dude he just yeah you know man but yo that's the thing man like you know it'd be the cats that's so connected to like i guess you could call like the underbelly or the underdog story like, you know what I'm saying? That bring you the most character, bro. Like, yeah. bring you the most, you know, um, seasoning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, yo, bro, like, that's them is the real, those are the real people, man. That's where the riches really are. You know what I'm saying? It's not the money that makes you rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because really, money, money is just a tool to really, a, a wise person will use money as a tool to create a lifestyle. Right. Not necessarily it's about the money. You know what I'm saying? But, um, cats like X man, he didn't. He, he yo, I, I read stories about him like he wasn't even looking at the money, bro. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying he be he have millions in the bank and still be out at the food bank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's 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 our that's to me that's why people you know it's a spirit thing, bro. You you resonate with that before like he even open his mouth, and but once he does and you see what he's talking about and you get past what you perceive as his exterior, right? You know what I'm saying? Yo, you can't help but resonate. Yo, fuck with X, bro. And he put, I still think he's one of the greatest performers I ever saw. Like, I, one of my, that was actually my first concert I think I've ever been to was a Rough Riders concert. Was it? Yeah, and um, man, when Dude hit the stage, that was it, bro. Yeah, yeah, Man, rest in peace to DMX, yeah, little yeah, man. Rest in peace. When he, when he came to Pittsburgh on a Hard Knock Life tour, man. I never forget this shit, man. Damn, so y'all both seen them live? No, I haven't. You haven't? Yo, X came, but yo, so while everybody else is at the damn Civic Arena mm-hmm. giving it, they all on the goddamn stage. Yeah. X and Homewood, the goddamn bar getting drunk. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> like, yo, yo, facts. Yo, somebody from yeah. Pittsburgh, please verify this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then what happened was, like, yo, it was like, yo, anybody who got the ticket stuff. Y'all come back down the next day and we'll give you the free console or whatever, man. Right. I, 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 I had to work, so yeah. I couldn't even see him, man. I don't think I ever seen DMX before, bro. Damn. All right. Well, since we're on the subject of X and we about to get up out of here, last call. Last, last call, call for alcohol. So what is your favorite DMX song, if you could choose one? Slipping. I, I would say the same, because I think that was the first song I cried to. Right. Yeah, that was the first song I cried to. That's what's up. Yo, I, my favorite DMX song is "Get At Me, Dog." Yeah, video in the tunnel. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my favorite DMX song. Um, yo, what are you listening to now? Ah, uh, man, Seth. Uh, a lot of currency, Rex Life, Raj, um, Larry John. Yo, that new Nas and Ho joint, that Khaled joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banger. Yeah, yeah. That's Banger. That's Banger. 
Um, yo, I, I mean, a lot of shit, man. Smoke Dilla, like, you know, I'm listening to a lot of things. Conway, man, a lot. Singers, mm. like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I listen to everything, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm on a heavy reggae kick right now. Reggae. Yes, I am. Heavy <laughs> reggae kick. What about you, my brother? Oh, I'm listening to, uh, I'm trying to work my way back through the Khaled joint. Um, I kind of got stuck on that Nas and Hall. Yeah, yeah. I actually like Cardi B song, actually. On that. I ain't even heard it yet. Yeah, her song is. It's dope. You haven't heard the album or the song? The album. I the song I wanted. Yeah, it's a bad. It's a it's a pretty good listen. Um, but yeah, right now that that Nas and Hall, Elevation Worship in Maverick City got a song I like. Mm-hmm. Um, called Shall Not Want. It reminds me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, and I'm also listening to a lot of Dave East. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm on yeah, this right East. now. Sure. If y'all haven't heard the King's Table podcast, I highly suggest and recommend for y'all to give it a listen. Yeah, uh, one one thing that I've been listening to a, a lot lately, um, a couple things. Uh, Fred the Godson. Mm, yeah, I've been listening to yeah. Rest in peace to Fred the Godson. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of his his stuff. Um, Fred the Godson. Same thing with. Um, 38 special, they got okay. tracked together. Yeah. And I'm yo, his his flow is just so different and slow. I've been on a a, a Fela Kuti kick. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, I think Fela Fela Kuti, I think <laughs> that that's on my uh playlist every day mm-hmm. uh, to get the day started. But um, but a lot of podcasts too. I think I, I've been listening to for for the past year or so, I've been listening to more podcasts and music. Yeah. Um, Favorite podcast other than King State right now? Ah shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, so these boys. These boys are wild. These boys are wild. I know what he' about to say. What am I about to say? Eighty five South. Nah, 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 nah. Unfortunately, nah. I say flagrant too. Ah. <laughs> Flagrant too. I can't listen to them. You can't. I, I I can listen to it for a little bit, but then it's like all right. Ten so, minutes is enough. So I I could do so. Flagrant two is with I Andrew like Andrew Schultz, Schultz though. So comedian. Um, if 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 you listen to like comedy, yeah, you can. He's he's different from every other comedian. I like him as a comedian. Like his stand up specials, bro. Out of this world. He shut Charlotte down for All-Star. Oh, did he? Oh, my gosh, bro. We went. Yeah, 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 yeah. He shut Charlotte down, bro. Damn, I wish I was there. I went to, um, I seen Mike Epps. Um, yeah. Well, it was it was a, it was a camp, of, camp of cats. Mm-hmm. Lavelle Crawford was definitely my favorite um, on the lineup. But, um, but yeah, I rock with Flaker, too. I'm saying that they're, they're a little different. And I, and I like their, uh, their take on current events. <laughs> <laughs> I like their take on current events. But um, so what you listening to podcast wise? Other than the King State. Nothing. Nothing. He is not a student of the podcast game. Not really too much. Y'all can send nasty emails to info <laughs> at King State. <laughs> nah, don't send it to us. Don't send it to send it to Sam at Gmail. Dot com. Yeah, that's the one right there. Yo, let me ask you a question. Yeah, after this, it was done. After this, it was done. 
Yo, AOL, AIM, do you remember when it first came out? I do. Yeah, I do. How was your bagging game on AOL Messenger? Mine was terrible, man. Was it? I'm much more of a face-to-face kind of person. Okay, okay. Nah, I wasn't doing that. No? Ah, man. But the the little uh, party, did y'all have the call? The party line? Yeah, the party line. I was a (laughs) beast. I was, I'm undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm undefeated on the party. Yo, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the King's Table where it's all about bourbon. Yes, sir. Tap in.